Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? Daniel will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I am here with Ryan Evans, the owner of Enterprise Training School. Ryan provides training for the insurance industry since 2002. They help prepare clients for insurance agency exams and also help clients renew their agency licenses. Almost a decade ago, they took the leap and started providing remote training courses. They switched to an almost all digital experience. This was a big hit even before COVID and allowed them to still scale and flourish during these tough times. I'm very excited for this chat, so let's get right into it. All right, Ryan, thanks for being at the Remote CO Show. How are you doing today? Doing well. Thanks so much for having me. No problem at all. I'm very excited for this chat. You had your business uh, for about 17 years. We were talking about that before we started recording, right? Yeah, me and my uh, dad, uh, Tom Evans, we've owned this uh, company, Enterprise Training School. Uh, you can visit our website, etrainingschool.com. Uh, we've owned it now for 17 years, uh, doing training in the insurance industry. So uh, unique aspect of the business, to say the least. That's a very cool thing. Listen, like I always ask every single one of my guests, um, can you give us a bit of a background as to what you were doing before you started the business or before you got into the business and what made you become an entrepreneur? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it started out as a summer job. Um, in 2000, so I graduated high school in 2002, I'm 37 now. So I've been in the insurance business for 19 years. Um, I started working for my dad's insurance agency. He was already in the business, uh, sold, selling life, health, property, casualty, you know, auto, home, everything. And uh, I was just doing office work. And then I started uh, eventually talking to people on the phone you have to be licensed in order to answer certain questions. And then it got to the point where it's like, all right, well, I'll get the, I started getting a life insurance license, started selling life insurance, started making money selling life insurance, uh, went to college, but again, it ended up, the money was coming in. So it was like, they have, that's a motivator to say the least, especially when you're 18, 19 years old, and then eventually got the other license, health and property and casualty. But in about 2005, my dad, Tom, went to an insurance continuing education course. So every two years, an insurance agent has to get continuing education. Some states, it's like 24 hours. Some states, it's like 48 hours. Um, so we're located in Maryland predominantly, and um, they need 24 hours of CE. So he went to this class, and he was the only student. It was a very small room, and uh, it was just him and the teacher at a small conference room. She was a one-person shop. And um, he, she goes, yeah, I'm thinking about retiring and getting out of the business. And he says, well, you know, you've been doing this for years. What are you going to do with the company? 
And she goes, I don't know, do you want it? And he said, yes. <laughs> and I think That's the amazing. initial investment was like $30,000. Um, now looking back, we probably could have just started our own uh, school, but the name already, it already had a client base. So people already knew she had a regular uh, customer base and, um, and he signed an agreement that day. And then he came into the office. I had no idea about this, by the way, came into the office. I was writing a life insurance app uh, on a customer and he goes, uh, well, we own a school. And I said, <laughs> I go, what, what does that even, what does that even mean? He goes, we own a school. And I go, all right. And he went on to explain it. And I said, okay. And I, Honestly, I was skeptical. I was like, because all I knew was selling selling policies. That's it. I was in sales. Um, so for the first two years, we did both. We sold insurance, and then we also did the training. And then in 2007, that's when we decided, you know what, let's see where this training thing can take us. Because we started getting interest from other states. So like we started in Maryland, and then it's like, well, every state needs insurance continuing education. And of course, the agents that need to get an insurance license, they need training too. So we started training across state lines. And initially, it was just classroom training. That's all we were doing for the longest time. So, and it was, uh, it was a, it's been a interesting process, but, uh, you know, now 17 years later, still, still at it. And, you know, during everything that's happened in the past, what, 16, 17 months, uh, we were in a fortunate position because about eight years ago, we started doing uh, all of our classes via webinar. Yes. And that was and that was before everything, you know, so and I yep. made the joke prior to coming on. Either we were inadvertently prepared or we're really smart. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and it's actually somewhere like, uh, by the way, just quickly, I'm going to touch upon what you just talked about this, your story, sure. which is super cool. Uh, you, you, you just, uh, you, your father is really a true definition of an entrepreneur, already running Absolutely. a business, saw 100%. something and he just went all in. And, and since then he's been working with you on it. So congrats on that. Now, I want to talk about the, the, the webinars that you started eight years ago, because of course you're, we're called the remote CEO for a reason. Like we like working remotely. And, and uh, like you said, you were in a way lucky, but also you foresee a future that wasn't even there yet uh, about remote uh, work and remote education. But I want to ask you, um, how has it been different, like the experience prior to eight years ago when you were doing in-class um, trainings and how it is now since, uh, I guess, like what, 2013? that you've been doing it uh, remotely. Have you been able to scale faster? Have you been able to reach more people? Have you been able to cut down in costs? Can you tell us a bit how this remote uh, kind of environment has shaped your business? So all for the better. Um, but I think it's important to note that there was another motivator besides everything you just said happened. We were able to branch out get people from other places that we wouldn't have had before because of the virtual format. Um, and it certainly has helped grow our business. But the motivator, the original motivator behind doing a live webinar was see in the state of Maryland and every state's different, but in Maryland, there was a rule at one point that every insurance agent had to complete their continuing education classes and half of their credits. So like if they need 24 hours, 12 hours has to be done in classroom. They took that away. 
and they said, you can take your classes any way you want, you know, classroom, online. So we started developing these online self-study courses where an agent would review material and then take a test on that topic. But we're like, man, is there like a hybrid model available where we can take the classroom to them? And sure enough, we started looking into the live webinars and we had to communicate with the states to see number one, can we do it? Is it allowed? Does it count? Um, and it does, it counts just as a classroom course that we have to uh, put in some triggers and attend, uh, verifying their attendance for the classes, which is very easy to do. Um, we use a program, uh, go to training or log me in, yep. you know, we use that program. Um, uh, and there's others out there, but that's just what we use. And that enabled us to say, okay, great. So we can now capture maybe that market that we lost because yeah. we did lose something when they, when you say, Hey, look, you have to do it this way. And now you can do it any way you want. Like, that's like, so what are people going to do? People would rather sit at home and pay less money to do the classes, yeah. but then they also have to take a test. Like that's the factor. So with the live webinar, there's no exam. Yeah. So that's the selling point. And I've talked to many people about this and they're like, well, that's interesting. Like, you're literally attracting a completely different customer. You know, you have the insurance agent, look, they all have to do these classes. They have to complete it, but now they have an option of how they can complete it. So the live webinars, it enabled us to um, get over that hurdle you know, that we had and like, okay, you have to do, you can do it anywhere you want. So now we give them the choice. Look, we have both of these options. Um, and it also enabled us to go into other states uh, and every state regulates their insurance industry. They're all different. So we have to be approved in every single state in order to do that. So we had to make sure that the method that we are the way that we conduct the classes is approved. And it opened us up to like New York and Florida, and we are literally just scratching the surface. You mm -hmm. know, consistently, I think our webinar attendance has increased about, and this is not an exaggeration, about 20% every year since we, yeah. because we just keep building and building and building. And again, you can't beat the convenience. I mean, would you rather actually have to go to a class or would you rather just be able to log on to, at your home and do it from anywhere? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So from a client acquisition perspective, from what I understand, it was a great success from, uh, even from saving costs, like probably it was a, a huge success as well. Oh. I wanted to though ground this conversation because, you know, I know as a remote CEO myself, that there are some, uh, cons about running a remote business. So, so far in the past eight years, like I said, it was mainly great things, but if you were to point out one or two things that you wish you would have done different from eight years ago, maybe you solve these things right now, right? But when you started, was it all smooth or were there a few things that you needed to work out? And can you give these tips to our listeners so they don't make the same mistakes that you made eight years ago when you rolled out this webinar system? Absolutely. So one thing that we dealt with so we were doing classroom training too, right? And we still do to this day, much less than we've ever done before. Like yeah. maybe once or twice a month, we'll do a classroom course when it's requested. Uh, but back then, eight years ago, we were doing both. And we, I guess if I had to go back, I would go all in. 
with the webinars. I would have said, look, because we were so stuck in a pattern of what we knew. Like we knew the classroom training was like the way, you know, we've been doing it for years. So trying to make that change and adding that, and that's what we looked at it as of like, oh, we're adding something new. Whereas if we would have just maybe switched the way we do the training, like just say, hey, no, we're just going to do it via webinar now. And again, eight years ago versus today, the technology is better today. The internet's better today. People are more familiar and especially given the last 17 months, they're more open than ever to doing something virtual. So that was, that was a hurdle um, in itself, but I would go, I would have done more webinars initially. Like I went actually not too long ago, went and looked at our calendar from years ago when we started and we would do like one or two webinars a month and we would do mostly classroom training. You know, so it's like, and then if you look at the count, our internal calendar, you can slowly see like, okay, less classroom, more webinars, less classroom, more webinars. And that pattern continues. So if I had to change anything, I would just have embraced it much more and done it for all of our classes. Um, but with that, the hurdle that we did is getting people used to it. You know, now people are very much welcome to the virtual thing. So eight years ago, and I don't know what all, you know, how many people back then, what the percentage of people learning virtually was, um, but people had no idea what a live CE webinar would be like. So um, now they're used to it. And, and again, I think that's why we've consistently grown it over the years. So again, if there's any advice I can say, if you're looking at bringing on something new like that that's going to change possibly change your business don't hesitate do it embrace it don't stop what you're doing but realize that is it are you really adding something new or are you just changing the way that you're doing if that makes sense a hundred percent and you said something that really resonated with me because i used to run a screen share presentations when i used to be in sales in 2012 and i remember when i would give codes I'll be to these people, I'll be like, okay, go to this website, enter this code, and then tell me if you can see my screen. The first thing that get right away is, are you going to have access to my computer when I do this? <laughs> no, you're just looking at my screen. It's like being on YouTube, right. but instead of a video, yeah. it's my screen. <laughs> and so I totally understand what you're saying. I think like what I hear also is just embrace the technology and just find tools that people feel comfortable using, right? Because if, yeah. if, if, you, if you have... Uh, like right right now, especially if someone is thinking about switching to a remote system and, 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 and offering online courses like we do here, we have a group coaching program as well. I mean, things are getting much more, they're much easier to use now. Back in the day, like I said, you had to go to weird websites, people had never heard before. Um, what do you use now, right? You still use GoTo, uh, you said GoTo yeah. training? We still use GoTo training. Uh, we still get the calls. We still... We still yeah. get the phone calls, the technical issues. Yeah. Um, and that's always going to happen though. That, yeah. that is something now, eight years ago, we got a lot of calls, a lot yes. of calls. People <laughs> like, am, I in? am I in? I see a screen. Am I in? And so those same calls we still get today. And it's just, and of course it's most of the time it's an older generation, you know, that yeah. you run into with technical issues. But again, sometimes with, you know, simple things. And I'm sure you deal with this as well. If there's an update to windows or an update to anything yeah. that can cause issues. 
Like I've had so many conversations with people that can't get into our trainings. And I just say, can you just restart your computer? You just <laughs> exactly <laughs> restart your computer. Let's see if this works. And it does usually does. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. We still use go to training. And for you mentioned going back to what your original question was about the costs, it significantly reduced our cost. I mean, we would be from a classroom standpoint, we were using hotels, you know, we would have to pay for the space and, you know, and at that point you have to factor in that expense. You have to factor in the advertising, which by the way, all of our advertising we do via email. You know, there was a time we would do direct mail advertising. That was how we built this for years and years. And then I don't know, probably 10 years ago, we switched to, we haven't sent out direct mail piece in over 10 years. You know, we just, it's all, uh, social and email marketing. I remember those days. I, I had a family member that was running a school and the same thing happened. Like I remember sitting down, it was time to, uh, to, to, to like stick stamps on each one <laughs> of the envelopes one by one. It was yeah. like a stamp party for like three hours and then go to the, <laughs> go to the post office, the stack of letters. Oh my God. I know, I know, I know. So listen, um, right now, I just wanted to know from a management perspective, how big is your company? So that's what's kind of cool is we're in all 50 states in the U.S. And so we're big in that scope. But internally, we only have like seven or eight people. We have, um, yeah, we have one, uh, our office manager. uh, She does an amazing job. We have our IT person, like you mentioned, working remotely. We do have an office office. my IT person, she works from home most of the time and she has access to everything she could possibly need. You know, all of our, you know, server website, like when she logs in at home, it's like, she's looking at her computer at her office. I mean, it's just, and it was so simple to, to fix. I think there was this um, thought process before, you know, 17 months ago that people would be less productive if they worked from home. I think there was that mindset. And obviously that's completely wrong. Like it's, there's no, if anything, we've been, um, we've been more productive. It didn't stop at all. You know, it didn't slow us down even a little bit. And I know we're fortunate, knock on wood, fortunate because of our our business model model. Yes. But the, there is that, you know, if, if someone doesn't embrace that, you know, it didn't embrace that. Like I know a number of people in the insurance business who these last 17 months have been terrible, you know, well, it's getting better now. But those people probably didn't embrace the virtual format of meeting people via Zoom like we're doing today and having those conversations and making those sales. And it's tougher. It's certainly tougher because it's different, but you have to adapt and you have to change because I don't think this technology is going away anytime soon. And this mentality isn't going away. So we have about seven or eight people um, working for us. Most are instructors. And again, they do all of the, like our, we have a guy that just does evenings and Saturdays. He does all of his classes right from his house. You know, we, at, at one time in our office, if we have four people, that's a surprise. Usually there's like two or three people in the office. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, Ryan, I wanted to ask you, is there something that you're working on right now that you're launching possibly in your, in your, in your uh, industry that you are excited to share with our audience? Anything you've been working on? Yeah. Absolutely. So right now we are in the, uh, so I've I've talked a lot about continuing education, but getting your initial license, uh, 
you know, one thing that we are introducing to more states every month and is uh, the reason it's a slow process is every state's different in terms of their laws. So we started introducing pre-licensing via webinar. So rather, you know, self-studying, you know, is fine for certain people, but not everyone learns differently. So what we provide is live pre-licensing for life and health and property and casualty license. And every month we're adding more states to that. Um, And the other thing we're bringing on is we've partnered with this company that we're going to be able to offer diversity training and other career training for CPAs, human resources. Uh, We're hoping to introduce that um, within the next two months, which is pretty exciting, which, uh, and that's going to be calling it uh, each because our website's etrainingschool.com. We're going to call it eTraining University, which will um, give people just some extra tools if they want to add to their craft and um, something they can utilize. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So where can people find you online? I mean, like, I'm sure that there is going to be uh, people at home listening to their podcast or while they're driving, uh, and they're either are insurance, they work in the insurance uh, world, or they're thinking about entering uh, that, that industry. So where can people find you online again? Yeah, so they can find us online at etrainingschool.com. Um, if they go to our website, we created a extra creative promo code. Uh, it's a POD 20. Nice. So pod 20. Uh, so if someone wants to, uh, purchase anything, they could plug that in. That'll give them 20% off on anything they purchase etrainingschool.com. And, um, you can always reach us and I'm sure you'll put all my contact information in the bio if they want to reach out to me directly. Of course. Yeah. We're putting together some nice show notes so that people can find you there as well. Ryan, it was great having you on the show. I'm looking forward to having you back in the future when you're going to be launching great. all these uh, new things. And spoiler alert, I don't know if you want to add this or not, but you said that you may be interested in starting your own podcast sometime in the future. Is that? that is, yes, that is something that is in the works. Yes. All right. So. Awesome. So we'll, uh, we'll uh, keep our eyes peeled for that as well. Enjoy the rest of the day, Ryan. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section and To show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again, and I will talk to you again soon.